0: and welcome to creatively balanced if you are a 20 something year old and you have been seeking more fulfillment vibrancy and peace inside your mind heart soul body and space then you have come to the right place i am so lit up about creating a safe creative and empowering community for 20 something year olds just like you because i know that we want to find a healthy proactive outlet for our bodies our health and our homes that's on a budget if you know what i'm saying I am so grateful that you guys have been led here, where I'm going to walk you on a journey of transforming yourself, spirit, and space through crafting DIYs and community. In this podcast, you're going to find tutorials, community, and inspiring, fun interviews that are going to help you grow into your own potential as a powerful 20-something-year-old female creative. Let me help you discover who you truly are so that you can have a space and a life that is truly yours. It's time to become Creatively Balanced. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Creatively Balanced. Today, I am super excited to be sharing with you my interview with Jipin Quadri. She is the founder of The Wishing Well, and she is a self-love and purpose coach. And she's going to be talking about her journey to how she really discovered her purpose, found her value, and her self-worth through art and realizing that art can be a career in that she could find, you know, her purpose and what she was really meant to do with art where before she was scared of of it and thinking that it could actually be a career and i really found so much value in our in our interview and it resonated with me and my current journey to starting my own business and trying to also find the Balance between art being something very personal and it being a way for me to freely express myself, and then also how it can be a profitable business. She talks about how art has really helped her as a a therapy through depression and anxiety, and how it can help, you know, heal people from the inside out as soon as you really start leaning into art and the therapeutic aspects of it. And it's something that has been a huge therapy and a huge stress release for me as well. And I think what she has to say in her journey to really creating a career for herself has been Amazing, and I think it goes to show that whatever your passion is and whatever you feel truly called to do and whatever has helped you in your life, there is a way to be successful doing that and especially successful when you're using your purpose to help others and share your story and that is that is what she is here to do. I cannot wait for you guys to hear her story. So, without further ado, here we go. Well, tell me a bit about yourself. Um, I'd love to hear a
1: little bit about um, your story, your past, and you know how art has kind of changed your life. I want to start with
2: when I was I was seventeen, and. I didn't know, like, what I wanted to do. And, like, like, I wanted to do, like, a million things. But, you know, they like, I didn't feel, like, a strong affinity towards one thing. Like, a lot of my um, class fellows or a lot of my friends felt, you know, like somebody wanted to be a doctor. They were really passionate about it. Um, so I couldn't feel that. And deep down, I always knew that I wanted to be an artist but I just ignored it so much and I don't know I just thought that you know maybe art isn't a very um um like I I cannot you know pay my bills with art and it's not a it's not a real career you know stuff like that um and there were many um like professional artists in my family like Uh, like, my granddad was an artist, but um, it was a hobby for him. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, so eventually when, so I was always, like, um, a high achiever at school. And uh, I always got A's, but, I, you know, I was studying things like maths and physics and all that boring stuff um so I just felt safe studying that I guess because I knew you know oh I can get an A at math I can get an A at physics so I just you know felt comfortable and it didn't feel as scary as art so I just studied um um actuarial science and risk management at university for my bachelor's and oh my god I hated it (laughs) (laughs) it killed it killed me and um even though i oh, i was getting amazing grades and um i i like i don't know i i got like 3.6 gpa and but i hated it and um towards the end of my uh bachelor's um i would literally cry cuz i felt so so lost and you know i knew that i have i have wasted a lot of my time doing the things that i hate i didn't feel strong enough to do something that i really wanted so you know i thought that maybe i shouldn't uh, that um i decided at uh, in my last semester that i should maybe you know take up, a, take up a course or a diploma in art so i i went for fashion design because i felt like Okay, this is a lot safer because you know people do buy clothes, right?
1: So yeah, it's a it's a safe industry. Yeah,
2: yeah. and um, so I thought you know I should I should do that. So, which was um, I did face some uh, obstacles doing that, but I did it anyway, and um, so this was when. Um, my bipolar disorder uh, really started forming up and uh, even though i finally felt uh, i felt really good i felt you know i finally felt the passion for something which was really missing from my life and but at the same time you know when the um, assignments uh, would come up and when i had to submit my portfolios I would start getting panic attacks, and I would start, you know, getting anxiety. So that is something that popped up. But when I studied fashion, I also started, you know, I started exploring different things. Like I started using Photoshop to create prints, and I started. I started. Uh, there was a course um, uh, based on a painting. So I started painting I started illustrating and then over time I started uh, illustrating digitally so my like it was a one-year-long diploma but it really really helped me you know open up to all the different possibilities all the different things that I could do and um, I actually started getting paid work for illustration and you know that really really opened my eyes you know that Okay, I, I can actually make a living as an artist, and um, so that was a good point in my uh, life. And um, but then, um, but then things took like a really uh tragic turn because uh, my father passed away, and then I um. A couple of months before that, I had actually uh, planned on starting my own, uh, clothing store with a friend, but, um, she actually, like, I don't know if I should use the word ditch, but like, I don't know. She basically ran away with my money. Right. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, so I had that setback again and, um, so I wound up so deep in depression and you know and i I couldn't do anything then and I couldn't I couldn't take initiative and then uh, and then eventually I realized that you know I'm depressed I need help so yeah I started therapy I started my medication and um, so with the help of my therapist I realized. I went to therapy for a year, but um, in the first couple of months, I realized that um, I have actually been suppressing myself for years. Like, I don't know, probably since I was 13, maybe, mm-hmm. because I I didn't say what I wanted to say. I, I suppressed my feelings. Um, I... I wouldn't share my thoughts with anybody because, you know, I didn't feel that my thoughts were worthy of being shared. So um, I remember when um, one day, um, I don't know, I was coming home from therapy one day and I just had this desire to, you know, uh, to like, paint really, really big figures on a big canvas. So I stopped by on the way home and I got some uh, new art supplies, like really big canvases and stuff. And um, I I started painting. And at that time, uh, Eva, I I couldn't even stand up for long hours because, you know, my health was so, so bad. And Mm -hmm. um, I... I don't know, I actually got the energy to stand up for long hours and, and paint. And then I started doing this every other day. And, um, and of course, at, uh, at that point, um, I started thinking, you know, what am I meant to do? What should I do in life? And um, I was painting one day and I realized that, you know, Painting is the only thing that it helps me express myself. It helps me be who I want to be. Like, it is a safe space for me where I can really explore my mind. And it is the only thing that I can do without feeling anxious.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Without being afraid of the outcomes. Without... um, you know, without feeling the risk in things. And um, it really helped me find my state of flow. Like I could completely zone out. Like I can still like zone out when I'm painting. And I don't know if that happens to you too, but um, even when I'm painting something really, really tiny, that tiny space just like it magnifies in my mind. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, and then I I go further and further into the details and it is it is so liberating that I can I can just forget about
1: anything, anything that is bothering me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing that all of that. I'm like, I agree with it completely. You know, I struggled myself with when I was in school, I was um, my high school. I had like a major and a minor and I majored in art. Um, and I even struggled then with like the idea of art as like a real job because I really liked art for myself. Like I, I used it almost like a therapy, you know, like when I was painting, like I wanted to paint freely. And even sometimes in the more advanced classes, we were being critiqued so hardly on, you know, if you're using all the different elements of art and design and, um, the thought that I would like get a C or even like a, an F or something on a painting I did, I was like, this is so weird to me that like something that I do so freely and it, and just to express myself, you know, I'm being judged on and critiqued on so harshly. And it kind of made me think like, do I really want to do this for a living where I might have to only do things by commission and it wouldn't really be like a, a, free escape for myself. I was really nervous about, um, like if I would even be financially stable as an artist. Um, and I went through all of those, those thoughts, um, myself and kind of came to the conclusion that it wasn't, it was more of a hobby than an actual career or something. And I went into interior design because I thought it was still a way for me to express myself, um, but more like financially stable way. And I realized two years in that I spent the majority of my time behind the computer. And there was like a small part of the creativity. And then there was a a big part of it that I just really didn't enjoy. Um, and so I took the leap and I just, I quit, I quit that job. And I was like, I'm going back to my roots. Like I like working with my hands and, you know, I will find the balance between being myself and having it like as a creative expression and also making money from it. And I'm still on that path of trying to find the balance. But, um, you know, I never wanted exactly. to lose sight of the fact that it was like a, a therapy for me and that I also struggle with um, really bad anxiety. And I have like history of bipolar in my family. And um, that those things are a part of who I am. And I feel like instead of a hundred percent relying on medication for my whole life, doing something like consistently, you know, day to day or during my weeks, like art, that's, that's like therapy enough almost to truly do something that makes me happy and relaxes me. Um, and can be a bit of a stress relief, you know, so I I really commend you for like going after that and mm-hmm. like finding all of that within yourself. That's really impressive. So do you, do you, are you back at any of the fashion stuff or illustration? What are you, what are you doing now with your art? So that has been a real
2: struggle to, you know, mm-hmm. quite some parts of me down, so uh, just a couple of days ago, actually, I just sold my mannequin off because <laughs> I decided that I don't want to focus on fashion for now. And I um, I am not doing a lot of, like, uh, illustration and design projects as well because, again, that, you know, the same thing that you felt with interior design, that a lot of uh, my time is spent on the computer
1: mm-hmm. while
2: I would actually prefer, uh, you know, uh, painting and expressing myself so for now I'm just, I'm just actually um, like you trying to find a balance so I'm actually um, last year I started teaching oh that's awesome uh, yeah I started teaching art and basically like expressive art not that uh, you know that um, all that grading and all that critical analysis mm-hmm. of art just using art as a means of therapy and It worked out really well. So yeah, right now I am actually um, uh, in the middle of uh, creating some programs around that. So um, like um, I'm going to do like, uh, one of them are going to be in person and um, uh, one of them is going to be like uh, online uh, for, you know, the global audience. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm going to... so basically, the things that I've been through, like um, not knowing myself, not knowing my purpose, my values, my self-worth, and then finding all of that through art. So that is what I plan on teaching people. And um, so I, I started my, I actually started my blog uh, in March, I think. Just before, just before the lockdown, in fact. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, um, along with art, I've also uh, been focusing on writing. And so, yeah, writing has also really, really helped me, um, uh, you know, brainstorm and figure out what's inside my head. And, you know, all the knowledge that I have, because I wasn't taking it seriously. I, I wasn't taking myself seriously, you know. I, I thought, oh, I am just... Uh, people have actually told me that, oh, you're just a blogger. What are you going to do? And that hurt me so much. Mm. So, yeah, ever since April and June, I have been really taking my blog seriously and yeah just you know looking for ways to you know combine my blog and my art into something um i might even uh, you know launch some uh, like um uh, either launch a book or or like a journal that could help people um you know that could have like prompts for people or some doodling exercises that people mm-hmm. can do yeah you so have that so many
1: You have so many great ideas. It's like, you know, everything that you're doing from the courses and teaching other people how to creatively express themselves to blogging. I mean, blogging is a great way to kind of like connect with people, too, because, you know, there's so many other girls out there, especially young girls that were kind of maybe where we were at when we were in our teenage years who feel the same way. They're like, can I really make art a career or how can I, you know, do I have to choose this path for myself? I mean, when somebody is thinking about college and they're thinking about going to school for all this, it's like, it's almost like you want to tell them before they go into something that they know they're not actually going to enjoy and maybe, like, waste a bunch of time. Um They'll be able to connect with you and read your blog and be like, wow, I'm not the only one. And then they can find a community of, of like-minded people and actually see that there are there are options out there for them. And and even if fashion design and things that you thought were a more stable way of, of making money, you know, through illustration and all that, it's like you can be a teacher and you can teach other people to just express themselves and you can be successful at that just by helping other people. I mean, there's so many avenues out there um, that I just kind of, I wish I had seen before and, you know, it just, I don't know. It's so exciting to me that it goes to show you really can pick any path that truly makes you happy and especially that helps other people and you can be successful at that. You can be financially stable with doing that and it helps you and others at the same time. So I'm really excited about your courses and I definitely (laughs) want to read your blogs and see, see what you have to say. And blogging is like, Blogging is huge, you know. So many people, yeah. like, have really successful blogs. And it's one of the yeah. best ways for, you know, getting yourself out there. Exactly. So that's all really, really, that's really exciting. I'm I'm so happy for you. And I'm, I'm so excited you came on to share your story with me today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And this was so, so wonderful.
1: Um, yeah, do you have any, like, tips or something for people who may... Be kind of struggling where you were before or um you know any exercises or some of your favorite projects that you could do creatively to help people kind of yeah, I don't know express exactly. themselves or
2: yeah so I just started um the first thing that I did was um there like I had so many sketchbooks and <laughs> I didn't know what to do with them right so mm-hmm. um And it it felt really overwhelming. Um, So this is something that everybody can do, even if you're not an artist. Um, So, uh, like, you can make, like, an idea book um, in which you can write down your ideas. Or maybe if you're an artist, you can, you know, draw scribbles in them and basically keep your ideas, all your ideas in a place. It really helps with the overwhelm.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: um, not knowing like what to do when you want to start a new project. Mm -hmm. And the second thing that has really, really helped me that I started doing last year was um, I keep this sketchbook, which I call my stress journal. And um, every night or every other night, you know, or whenever something's really stressing me out, I just draw on it. And so it's a mixture of drawings and um, write ups. And that really, really helps me. Um, apart from that, just uh, you know, the thing that I mentioned earlier, just uh, you know, uh, getting a big canvas, and, and you know, like even you, c- it's something that you can do with friends, even mm-hmm. like you know, just get together and um, just paint and explore your mind and use colors. Um, that really helps you unwind, and if that if you can do that, you know, once a, uh, once a week, like on a weekend, it will really really help you. And I know it it feels like it feels so cliche that you know, oh art helps me and blah blah, but it actually does. It and does. When you start doing it regularly, like of course, if you just do it once, it's it's not gonna do anything for you. But when you start doing it regularly, you will actually feel less stressed out and less anxious I agree this is something that I have tried myself and
1: it has really really helped me I love the idea of the stress journal because you know there were there were a few years there where I was going to school for interior design and then I was working as an interior designer um, and my life revolved around like schoolwork, and then it revolved around like actual work and projects and I felt depleted in terms of like my own creativity and I used to have like a million sketchbooks that I would always draw in and before I started school like I I was always drawing and sketching um and then I felt like I I almost lost the ability like when I looked at a sketchbook I didn't know where to start I felt like I forgot how to draw and I kind of put this pressure on myself I was like where do I start like what do I do you know, it, it was overwhelming to even think about doing art or look at a canvas. I was like, I, I forgot how to do this. Like, I, and I, I put pressure on myself. So it's, it's such a great idea to just get a journal out and to like, not have any expectation to just put exactly. like pencil on paper and like, let it go. Like just see what comes. And it might take a while. It might take a week or a month of just kind of doing that regularly regularly and learning to have absolutely no expectations on yourself, but to just kind of start writing down random ideas and doodles and even like little poetry or like little things that come to mind Mm. and inspire you. Um, That is a, that's a great idea. And then I've, I've also done the thing where you get like a big canvas and you sit with your friends and everybody works on like a different part and, you know it you have no idea what you guys like starting off doing there's no plan and by the end of it you look back and you're like wow this is pretty cool and then you fight over who gets to put it in their house
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely and I I feel like like people put so much pressure on themselves like like it has happened to me like um like if I ever wanted to start something like a like a painting project or something I would be like Mm-hmm. but i need that i need that new paint for that or i need a new sketchbook for that even though i have so many sketchbooks lying around i don't know why i in my head i thought you know every project should have its own sketchbook and mm-hmm. and when you start thinking like that you just um you just really limit yourself and it's, it's not a good place to start off from it really limits you to start
1: that's so true I do that yeah. too I'm like <laughs> like especially now I'm like well well I need new I need new this or I need to go buy this and I look around my house is filled with so much random stuff and art supplies but I think it's almost a way of my brain trying to procrastinate starting mm. or like telling myself oh like I can't do it unless I have this. And and really what I'm doing is like putting more blockage like within myself instead of just jumping into it. Um, Yeah, so that's a good point. You really don't need the fancy materials. You don't need anything. You can get printer paper and like, you know, a Sharpie. Just do it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and another thing that I wanted to say was that um, a lot of us are afraid to, you know, write or draw or paint because we feel like oh we have to put this on our instagram Mm -hmm. so it has to be perfect right so that is why i have my stress journal for that like i i don't post it anywhere it's just for me Mm -hmm. so always have this uh always have a sketchbook or always uh you know uh allocate time to um just do something for yourself that does not have to go on social media,
1: right? That's a good point. Yeah, there's now with social media, it almost is like, well, everything that you do has to be shared. It's like if you make even a, a dinner or a meal for yourself, it's <laughs> like you want to take a picture of it and make sure it like looks all pretty. And, you know, it's like sometimes you just have to have self, stuff that's like 100% for yourself. Don't need to share it with anybody. So I agree. That only puts more pressure on you to, yeah, you know, definitely. be perfect. But where can people find you if they are interested in some of your courses or, you know, finding out a little bit more about you or any of your offerings? you have, like, an Instagram or a Facebook group?
2: Yeah, I have my Instagram, uh, Delishing Well Goal. And a website by the same name where you can go and read my blogs. and I also have my Facebook group. Uh, it's called um, the Wishing World Community.
1: Okay, I will uh, put all of those links in the show notes here in the podcast so that people can come and find you and connect with you and, and learn a little bit more about you know some of the things you have to share because I think that's really' is really valuable.
2: Thank you so much, Eva for having me. It
1: yeah, thank
0: lovely. you for coming on. Well, I had such a great time talking with Jabine today, and I think again, she is so inspirational. She really went for it, and that is that are those are the stories that I absolutely love to hear. So if you guys want to know more about her and keep up with her blog, I am going to link all of her stuff down in the show notes. So go check her out and keep up with all the latest. And if you guys enjoyed the interview today and want to check out more interviews or be part of my Creatively Balanced community, go check out the Creatively Balanced Facebook group. I will also link that down in the show notes. You can join my sisterhood of creative girls who love to have fun and make DIYs and just hang out. We also have a book club going on right now, which is really fun. And lots of new exciting workshops and membership programs coming up. So go check all those things out. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and go check out my previous episodes. I have some interviews and some more interviews coming up with some amazing creatives and just really inspirational women. I cannot wait. And if you yourself are interested in sharing your story, I would love to have you on the podcast. Just reach out, send me an email and let's connect. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I will see you soon.